0: good morning it is morning for me i got up early just to do this check-in i was supposed to do it yesterday um or at least that was my plan but uh, it took all of my mental willpower and emotional fortitude to prepare to go out and do some errands and then to do those errands <laughs> and then to come back home and put everything that I acquired from those errands away and in the proper place. And then I rested the rest of the night. So I am up early before I go nanny just to do this because we are trying to stick to our goals and do things that are good for us. I hope you feel light today. I hope you feel relaxed today. I hope you feel gratitude. I hope you feel loved. I hope you feel like a productive member of society who is necessary and needed. So I have really been thinking a lot lately about what I've learned nannying um, and what what I've learned says about me or my past and my family. Um, I think this is for a lot of reasons. The kids are getting older so they're developing more of a personality and becoming more well-formed tiny humans and they're fighting more for knowledge and autonomy and for what they want and that is a beautiful thing to watch but it can also be very frustrating. I never really would have um, described myself as someone who really needs to feel like they're in control. However, I think that that's a little bit true or is becoming more clear to me um, in terms of the way I feel and react when my nanny kiddos push back on me now. Um, obviously because of COVID, we've been doing a year of homeschooling, and I have pretty much been in charge of, uh, the tutoring parts for the days that I'm there. I only go there part-time. And so, on those two to three days a week, I always feel a tremendous sense of pressure to make sure all of the classes are attended and done, all of the work assigned online is done. Um, They also have supplemental work and sometimes we don't get through all of that um, or we don't even get through the goal that I set for us on that, but I've always I just like it to be done so that it feels like I did my job. It feels like when I leave, they've done their hard work for the day. They can have dinner with their family. They can iPad, whatever they want to do. And their work has been finished. Uh, I don't like feeling like I left a lot of homework for the mom or dad to have to handle or fix. Um, Some of it is unavoidable because they are bilingual and they're learning um, Chinese, Mandarin, but they call it just Chinese, um, along with English. So uh, the Chinese homework always gets left to um, mom or grandma who are the native speakers. Yeah, so I always feel, I mean, we have good days and bad days, but I always kind of feel like this, uh, you know, I'm pushing them through homework, especially the older one, the seven year old. And um, now that he is seven, he he fights back a lot more. He gets distracted a lot more. He gets off topic a lot more. And I find myself becoming very frustrated. And I've been reading this book called Adult Children of Emotionally Immature Parents, How to Heal from Distant, Rejecting, or Self-Involved Parents by Lindsay C. Gibson. And um, I picked it up because an author I really admire, Ashley C. Ford, um, She's talked a lot about parent problems or emotions or, um, things that you pick up from your parents and carry with you or become. And that's always, no, that hasn't always interested me, but here in the last couple of years, it's really started to, uh, be something that's kind of at the forefront of a lot of my thoughts, um, Why do I react this way? Why do I feel this way? And I don't ever want that to really turn into just blaming my parents for all of my problems. Obviously at some point you need to be responsible and say that even if someone did um, help kind of form who you are, or inflicted a certain amount of motion on you that kind of compressed you into like this uh, emotionally immature or reactive diamond, you still in the end have to work out your own problems. You have to take accountability for your own actions and you have to figure out how to shake free of what um, your mentors, what your adults taught you and move on. So I'm not always trying to blame my parents, but I will say at the same time that because this isn't something I thought of, say, a lot in college or in my early 20s, I found myself thinking about and analyzing this a lot in my late 20s and now into my very early 30s. And so not only did I pick this book up because Ashley Ford is an author that I like, and I um, have followed her on social media and know a little bit about her life and have heard her talk about her parent um, thoughts and issues or observations. But she had also said that, you know, this is the type of book where basically if you have a parent, you should read it. Because while maybe not all parents are emotionally immature, they are human. And so it is very likely that something in this book will apply to you, even if at the end, you know, your parents aren't, um, you don't see your parents reflected in some of the more aggressive or, um, the worst examples in this book of emotionally immature parents. So I've been reading this and, um, it's given me a lot to think about, uh, and, but one of the things that it discusses in there is how parents will lash out at children who are, uh, fighting back or talking back or getting, you know, getting aggressive, asserting their autonomy, um, refusing to do things and how emotionally immature parents will, that will just immediately undo them and, um, they'll go over the top or they'll overreact or they'll get super aggressive because they basically don't know how to handle uh, a child pushing back and it makes them feel completely out of control um and something that i knew going into reading this book and something obviously that i feared reading every single word is that i am also an emotionally immature person And so maybe part of that's true and part of it's not. Um, But when you read things like this, right, and you're trying to self-reflect, at least for me, there's this part of you that's always like, is that me? I kind of do this. Or, oh, that's definitely me. (laughs) I definitely do that. And one of the things that I definitely do is it, it really does kind of totally undo me the moment that I feel like me and the nanny kids are making progress, or it's a really good day, or we're blasting through stuff, or we're getting our to-do list done. And then one of them, normally the seven-year-old, because, you know, he's older and further along in his development process, further along and wanting more autonomy. Um, He's also just old enough now to know uh how to get off topic to find ways to distract himself to find ways to run away from his homework and you know hug his dad or play with a toy or ask his grandma a question so that he's not sitting at the table focused on his homework because that's not what he wants to be doing and that does undo me sometimes um well i would i would say every time it uh, it irritates me in my chest, and probably half the time it undoes me. Um, obviously, physically, um, or I'll say I'll say something, or I'll get you know I'll put on my stern adult voice, and I never really thought about it as me losing control, but I can see that I can see that being a possibility, and. It just really brings up this thing that I've thought about for a long time, which is the older these kids get, the more I realize, you know, or not even necessarily realize, but the more fear I have that um, the ways in which I react to these children oftentimes reminds me of my own parents. I... I often hear my mother or father's words coming out of my mouth or I'll hear their tone or I'll hear a phrase that they always used and um, sometimes that is good but I think most of the time It feels negative to me, and I don't like it. So that's something I've really been thinking about and dealing with and considering um, not only as someone that has worked with these children for a long period of time and must grow as they grow, but as someone who... Frequently, I would say, I would say frequently, um, ended up forgetting about past, uh, encounters or experiences that were unpleasant, um, forgetting them or burying them as opposed to confronting them and actively trying to make sure I did not, um, repeat those same mistakes. So that's something I've been thinking about a lot now. Um, Unfortunately, my time with my nanny babies is coming to a close. Um, I'm sure I will still see them or babysit them on the weekends, etc. But uh, this new job that I've acquired starts next week, and it is a uh, total unmovable eight to five. Um, which, because the kids are older now and in school, obviously that's really the only time that they uh, need a need a nanny or a tutor to help. So, my time with the kids is going to be cut down a lot. Um, and you know, maybe that's a good thing because until I figure myself out, I would never um, I would never want to react to them in a way that sticks with them so that they then find themselves reacting in that similar way later on. Um, I would never want them to get to a point in their life where they say something sharply, or um, combatively, or they feel that they're losing control with their kids and they say a phrase or uh, they get aggressive or push back in a manner that reminds them of me, right? Um, I wouldn't want that sort of cycle to continue I would never want them to hear themselves say something they didn't like and hear it said in my voice, right? Um, If there are mannerisms and issues and uh, emotionally immature habits that I picked up from my parents, um, I wouldn't want to, to pass it along to these kids that, you know, I love and do not deserve that. So my time with them is coming to a close, or at least um, will be much less. Um, so I guess I'll just continue doing self-reflection, and I'll continue reading books and um, with the aim of helping myself identify, you know, the ways in which uh, my parents acted or things they passed down to me and the ways in which I need to address those things or be better than that. Um, Like I said in the introduction, I was supposed to do this yesterday. It was on my list. Um, because I knew I would be nannying today and tomorrow Uh, but I had to go shopping for work clothes and I had to go to multiple stores which is sometimes very hard for me I hate shopping I always have Um, I hate grocery shopping I hate clothes shopping Um, I know a lot of people do retail therapy uh, I get it in terms of I enjoy getting new things, but the actual shopping part of it is something that I've always hated, and COVID has made it even worse. But um, yesterday was also the 11 year death anniversary um, of my mother's passing. And so I think maybe all of this stuff has collided in a way where I'm just thinking a lot about my parents anyway. Um, not necessarily because the anniversary is here, but I I find myself wishing I could ask my mom's advice a lot lately. Um, she was the caregiver. She was the emotionally available parent. Um, she was the one who, who did her best and that was obvious. I'm not saying my dad did not do his best. I'm saying that you can do your best and still hurt people. And I think, um, even if my dad was doing his best, he still hurt a lot of people. Um, that could also be true for my mother, but I suppose I related to her more. I spent much more time with her. She was the primary. And, um, her trying was much more obvious. Even when she failed, it was clear that she was trying and doing her best. And I think eventually we hit an age where that's all you can ask. As long as it doesn't leave you, you know, extremely fucked up, or maybe that's inevitable, I don't know. Um, But yeah, so I've been thinking about, I mean, Evan and I are not having children, Um, that's not in our plan, but I've just been thinking about these cycles, and I've been thinking about how you're raised, how the way you're raised forms you as an adult. I'm thinking about the ways that I do not like how I'm experiencing adulthood. I'm thinking about the things I need to change about myself. And oftentimes here lately, when I find myself asking why, I find myself trying to go back and pinpoint how I learned it, how it started, where it started, or what I need to confront in order to move on. Um... I also have quite a lot of anger with my father, Um, and that's not something I really can even, I frequently don't want to get into it fully, Um, but I also literally do not have time today, but um, bullet points would be, he was just, he was gone a lot when we were younger, my mom was a full-time mom she had four of us kids so she spent all of her time raising us and taking care of us that was her full-time job she fed us she kept the house clean she did the doctor's appointments she did the extracurriculars she did all of it the shopping the stressing over the money um that was all her part. And then my dad was the breadwinner. He worked the factories at night for insurance and secure money paychecks. And then he built his farm. Um, he built his farm over the years until now. He's pretty, he's quite successful. So he was gone a lot. Um, him and my mother divorced. And Despite him loving her very much and being very upset over the divorce He if it, it felt like he learned virtually nothing from it or nothing that he took away from that experience Ended up applying to us children later or his relationships in general later uh, And then my mother died and I do know he handled that the best he could and um, And when I think about some of the scenarios he put us in or the way he handled some of it, it is absolutely still infuriating to me now, 11 years later. Um, I don't like the way he handled me and my sister. I don't like the way he tried to impose his religious beliefs um, onto his daughters because there was a difference it was because we were women um and then my sister was quite brave and came out to him as a lesbian something that I a bisexual never did one because I didn't feel he needed to know and two because it took me quite a long time to learn that about myself also I don't think I knew until uh I was out of college, or at least I did not admit it to myself. So my sister was really brave, and she came out to him, and um, he handled that poorly also. He frequently made everything about him and his feelings uh, or or the things he would do or wanted to see done without ever considering what the person actually confiding in him or opening up to him or emoting to him needed. Um, so I definitely think my father was an emotionally immature parent and I, uh, I plan on self-reflecting and <laughs> failing and course correcting and failing um, and also not having children <laughs> until I get to a point where I know that I've grown away from the things that I learned and observed and felt as a child Um, and hopefully just get better. But unfortunately, um, that's all I can really touch on today. I need to start getting ready for work, but let's do mental health check-in. Do it with me if you are listening and if you find it helpful. Um, number one is what did you do today obviously this is uh, my morning it's 8:30 a.m so I haven't done anything yet um, but I will use what did you do today and I will talk about what I did yesterday and I will use um, what do you need to do tomorrow is what I need to get done today to, to hopefully still keep myself on goal um, I feel like I'm very off goal. I've let myself, relax and hang out with Evan a lot lately because I know I'm starting this new job and we're not going to have a lot of time together. I'm trying to let that be okay. But there's also tons of projects for our blog and for his stream and um, just, you know, for us, our hobbies and um, our little side hustles and things that are important that have just completely fallen by the wayside. Um. And, you know, the other day I jumped out of bed and immediately was like, oh my gosh, I don't have any social media promos ready for Evan. And it really stressed me out. So I'm really just trying to figure out a new schedule. I want to make sure this still gets fit in. I want to make sure my blog still gets fit in. I want to make sure I'm still doing as many videos for Evan a month as I can. um, While also leaving myself room to relax and decompress from my new eight to five job. So, um, it's going to be a lot. We're going to have to do some reworking. So I'm just trying to, uh, keep, keep my goals and keep working on them slowly while also giving myself grace as always. It's a hard balancing act. So anyway, back to it, uh, back on topic. What did you do today? So, um, yesterday uh I didn't do a lot honestly in the end when you think about it but it felt like a lot. It was a lot for me emotionally. Um I went to Target and got some new work clothes. I went to Ross and got some new work clothes and I went and got my car washed. Um cuz it's just an old beater car now and it was very dirty and it hadn't been washed like all winter. And then I cleaned out my car of trash and I like wiped down all the interior with wipes and stuff. Um, So that was the majority of my day. I also um, spent the day prior, pretty much all that day, I spent... um, cleaning up Evan's Discord and trying to make it look nice and trying to activate bots that would do a bunch of stuff for us. Um, And I think that worked 75%. There's some things we need to go back in and readjust, but I think that worked okay. And then I spent a long time trying to upload new video overlays and audio sounds for channel points and commands on his stream. I worked really hard on it. By the time I was done and tested them all, they worked. But yesterday morning when I, or yesterday afternoon when I got back from shopping, I had a stream on and none of them were working. So that was really frustrating. Um, So it feels like I've done a lot lately and I've been both mentally and physically exhausted from the things I have done, but it feels like I've accomplished very little. So... I'm going to try to to just keep going and keep checking things slowly off my to-do list, but that's been that's been a bit frustrating. Um, how is your mental health? Uh, well, I just said that part. Um, I just want to feel like I've accomplished something and and that we're moving forward. Um, but I do have this bad habit of, you know, the moment I encounter a slight complication, it just feels massive and overwhelming and like I'm totally untalented and a failure and I can't get anything done. (laughs) Um, Evan's Evan's gonna help me with some of that. He's gonna check into some of the stuff I did yesterday and see if he can understand or figure it out better um, besides that, I'm just, uh, I'm coming up on my first day of this new job. And unfortunately my sleep schedule is becoming really wonky. Um, I'm starting to have stress thoughts that keep me awake at night again. You know, I'll be tired and then I'll lay down and suddenly my mind will be going and going. And that's something that's been resolved maybe for a month or two now. So that sucks. Um, so I've just been filled with anxiety and I've been, uh, putting a lot of pressure on myself. Um, and I've, yeah, i I mean, I guess that's it. I just, there's a lot I want to do and it's not getting done or it's taking longer than I expected. Um, and the rest of it is just trying to build up my emotional fortitude. Um, so that I can be ready you know for these four weeks of a new job before I feel comfortable Um, although I will say that getting all the new clothes I think helped in a way because you know you put on your clothes and your makeup and they're kind of like armor and you walk in and you present a version of yourself you want to present and it kind of feels like a layer of protection against the world and uh, it kind of helps you fake it until you make it so that part was good um Number three, what do you need to do tomorrow? Um, For me, again, I'm going to say today because it's 8.30 in the morning. Nothing. I've done nothing but drink coffee and do this. So I'm actually in my robe right now. Um, So today is going to be a long one. Um, I'm going to nanny. I need to be there by 11. I'm going to nanny all day, leave at 7, have them showered and ready to go to bed before I leave because mom and dad are they have some sort of date night because I believe it's dad's birthday Um, so I'm going to hang out with them all day that means I'm pretty sure they won't have homework because it's been spring break they probably will have supplemental Um, so we'll probably do a little bit of homework but a lot of it's going to be playing and trying to keep them entertained sometimes that means it's going to be a really good day but sometimes I also find, you know, on the fourth or fifth hour, I really lose energy. I get stuck on my phone. Uh, you know, the seven-year-old just wants to play the same game over and over again. And so it's really just going to be about um, engaging with them and continuing to have a positive attitude. Even once we hit, you know, that, uh, that halfway point and um, just trying to be the best nanny I can be while I'm still actually their nanny. Um, when I'm done with that, I need to come home, probably edit this together and try and post it. If I don't get it posted tonight, at least I did it today, I'll get it posted tomorrow, Saturday. Um, and then I'm also nannying Saturday. I need to pick up cookies on the way home from that because it's my mother-in-law's birthday and she's coming over for dinner with the fam. Um... And then you know all the other things I need to be doing. I would really like to finish this book, um, the Adult Children of Emotionally Immature Parents book. I need to keep, I've beta read about three chapters for my one friend. I need to beta read the rest of her novel. Um, that needs to be done, I, th- I believe by at least mid-April. I need to, uh, Evan needs to do our taxes. By the end of this month, so I need to make sure we're still discussing that. We need to figure out his streaming stuff. I need to create more videos and social media posts for him. Um, There's a social media book I want to read to be better at that because we aren't getting a lot of engagement anymore. We were for a while. And so I just need to find a way to adapt or a new refreshing thing to keep people engaged. And my personal blog has been. Uh, really falling by the wayside. It's been about two whole months off from it. Uh, So not only do I need to pick that back up, but I also need to find more new and engaging content for that. So there's just a lot I want to keep doing. Hopefully there's just each day I can dedicate a couple hours to one of those things and just keep baby stepping our way to glory i guess um number 4 what have you done for yourself lately um you know un- <laughs> it's funny because for so long i didn't spend any money on myself and i was really clinging to it for fear of what covid was going to do to us or what we would need it for um but i feel like my answer to this has been the same ever since i started doing this check in um, I bought myself stuff I needed for work. I, um, have been trying to do more stretching. I probably haven't done that in about three days. I need to get back to that, but I've been trying to do some more stretching, um, a little bit more of a workout. I've been trying to take care of my neck and back. I've got CBD oil on my neck and wrist right now because they have been really sore, um, beyond that, just trying to stick to my habits. Um, I, I've been sticking to not mixing beer and weed. Um, for the most part, I think there was one night I ended up doing it cause I kind of forgot I took an edible, but nothing that was, you know, overdoing it. Um, What else was I going to say? Oh, um, I'm back off cigarettes. I believe at my last check-in, I'd gotten a pack. Sorry, coffee. I believe um, my last check-in, I'd gotten a pack because I was a bit stressed over, um, over my brother's surgery. And then, uh, haha, I actually went and got another pack because I found out I actually had gotten the job. And that was kind of like a celebratory uh, panic, I guess, because I was stressed but also happy. So I did two packs, but um, I'm back off of those. I finished those uh, two days ago, maybe. So we're back off of those cigarettes. Um, so those are the things I'm doing. I'm just trying to take better care of myself or pay attention to the things I need better than before. I think some of it's working um and some of it's probably not number five one thing that made you happy um well last night me and my family all sat down and we had dinner together that was nice um i evan and i have been hanging out a lot more recently um we were working very hard on our own things and dedicating all of our hours to it. But here recently, because we do know soon, I'll be back in—you know, like a an office job where I'm not available and I'm actually out of the house for nine to ten hours a day. Uh, we've just been hanging out a lot at nights, which has been a nice change of pace from what we've been doing for the past year. And I think reading this book. Um, about kids and parents has also—I don't know if I would say it's made me happy, but I think it's something that's really good for me. And um, it's also been a struggle for me to read this past year. I've—I've I've started probably five or six books, but I haven't finished any really. So um, it's been nice to be able to read something that I can relate to and think about, and also that I'm actually just finishing a book. So that made me happy. Um, also, when I was at Target getting work clothes, I found a candle that is a soy candle, and it's scented lavender lemonade. It smells amazing. Mm, I'm smelling it right now, so that also made me happy. Candles make me very happy. The smell of lavender makes me very happy. and makes me think about my mom. So that is all I can do for Now. Um, yeah, that is that. I will continue trying to talk and get a little bit deeper into some of the things I brought up today because I think I need to. Um, but for now it's time to get ready and go be the best person I can be today and tomorrow and the next day. Um, I hope you're doing that for yourself too. And I do believe that as long as you're trying, um, you're not failing. Trying is all you can do. And as long as you really are trying, then you really are becoming the best you you've ever been. So just keep baby-stepping your way to that. I hope you have a good week, and I'll see you next time. Peace and love and light.